This is the Yokel Idaho Midweek Report, where we give you guys a quick overview of the news in Idaho for the last week. For this week's midweek update, we'll start off by giving you all kind of a general update on what's happening with the Kroger and Albertsons merger, how the Boise Zoo will be growing this next year, an update on some different government positions around the state, plus some fun stories for the family at the end of the episode. First off, starting with the big ticket item that we're all interested in, Kroger Albertson's merger decision delayed by FTC until next year. This comes by the Boise Dev by Donde. The much talked about merger between Kroger and Albertson's valued at a whopping $24.6 billion, not an M, but a B, billion, won't see a decision from the Federal Trade Commission or FTC until at least January 17th of 2024. Despite expectations of a decision based on the FTC's usual 30-day timeline for merger reviews, a recent court filing revealed that Kroger and Albertsons have agreed not to finalize the merger before mid-January as per timing agreement with the FTC. This comes after the companies completed their review process requirements on November 15th. FTC Chair Lena Khan has previously expressed skepticism about the deal, and while Kroger has stated it would challenge any government opposition, the FTC's decision could range from allowing the merger with certain divestitures to outright blocking it. Kroger remains hopeful to close the deal early next year, but an FTC lawsuit could push that timeline further back. As we wait for the final word from the FTC, stay tuned for more updates on this because I will most definitely cover it. Now, this next story, I will warn if you have some younger children in the room and stuff, the topics of different things related to the classroom and children. I leave that in your hands, parents. I'll give you kind of a couple seconds if you're in the car or something else, yada, yada. But anywho, moving forward, the Idaho PSC's disciplinary action against teachers. This comes by the East News by Darren Swan of IdahoEDnews.org. The PSC has the authority to approve, suspend, and revoke teaching and administrative licenses in Idaho. In its recent disciplinary actions, which range from revoking licenses due to serious offenses such as rape to suspending licenses for violations like viewing pornography on school computers or forwarding confidential information to personal email addresses. Among the educators disciplined were teachers from Soda Springs School District who was sentenced to prison for engaging in sexual relations with a teenager. His teaching certification was permanently revoked, as it should be. A teacher at Heritage Academy received a letter of reprimand for forwarding confidential information to her personal email. A teacher from Plummer Worley School District had his teaching certification suspended for two years for viewing pornography on his school computer. And lastly, a teacher from Minidoka School District has had his teaching certificate suspended for five years after pleading guilty to misdemeanor battery. The PSC has reviewed the case of the Blackfoot School District, where a teacher provided banned substances to students and drove a school bus without proper certification. The PSC recommended suspending his teaching certificate until he completed several courses. In addition to these cases, the PSC is currently investigating four more complaints, these involving teachers at the CUNA School District, Boise School District, Coeur d'Alene School District, and COSSA schools. The PSC's recommendations range from permanent revocation of certification to suspensions until the completion of ethic courses. 
Now, coming on the other side of that, for all those kids that need to skip that in family, the Boise Zoo is set to begin construction on new improvements and additions as part of Phase 1 of its 15- to 20-year master plan. One of the highlights of the phase is a new home for the popular red pandas. This new space will be climate-controlled and feature multiple viewing areas, seating, and overhead pathways for these tree-dwelling animals. Then there will be the small animal kingdom building, which houses the sloth, monkeys, a tortoise, and other animals will also see improvement. Additionally, a new gift shop and an education campus with multiple classrooms, outdoor spaces, added animal habitats, and office spaces are in the works. These upgrades will ensure that the Boise Zoo meets the association of zoos and aquarium standards as some of the older exhibits and facilities no longer do. The projects are being funded through the Heart of the Zoo campaign, which has already raised $7.8 million. However, an additional $2.5 million is still needed to complete the projects outlined in Phase 1. The construction of the new Red Panda home and gift shop is set to begin in the spring of 2024. As the Boise Parks and Recreation Director Doug Holloway said, quote, This is an exciting time for Zoo Boise as the heart of the zoo gets a much-needed facelift, end quote. Then kind of moving back into some more government things, but trust me, it'll be real quick here. Shoshone County Clerk Tammy lewis Edhart announces retirement. This comes by the Shoshone News Press by Caroline Bostick. After five years of dedicated service, County Clerk Tammy lewis Eberhart has announced her retirement. lewis Eberhart has been a key figure in the county, juggling multiple responsibilities that extend far beyond what many might expect from a county clerk. From serving as the clerk of the district court to being the chief budget officer for all county departments, her role has been a diverse and demanding one. Her decision to retire is driven by a desire to spend more time with her family and to step back from the ever-changing political climate. She leaves behind a cross-trained team ready to support the new clerk in navigating the multifaceted duties of the role. The Democratic Party in Shoshone County is now seeking a replacement to serve out the remaining two years of Louis Ebhart's term. Her final day as clerk is set for January 24th, 2024. Then coming over to Idaho Falls, there is Welcome Darren Jones as new HR director. This comes by the East Idaho News by staff. Mayor Rebecca Casper of Idaho Falls has appointed Darren Jones as the new Human Resource Director, a decision that was approved at the Thursday night's City Council meeting. Jones will step into his new role in January of 2024. As the Human Resource Director, Jones will be responsible for developing and implementing HR programs for the City of Idaho Falls and its 11 departments. Mayor Casper has expressed her excitement about the appointment, stating, quote, With Jones' expertise in human resources and leadership abilities, I am confident he will play an intricate role in moving our city forward, end quote. Jones is stepping into this role following the retirement of Ryan Tew, who served the city from 2016 to 2023. With over two decades of experience in human resource leadership, Jones brings a wealth of knowledge and expertise to the position. He holds a master's degree in human resource management, from Utah State University, and has led HR functions in various sectors, including higher education, medical management, and consulting. Jones is also a risk manager with 15 years of experience and an active member of the Society of Human Resource Management, where he is the SHRM-Senior Certified Professional. His appointment is a testament to his dedication and commitment to the field of human resources. 
Now, coming out on a little bit of a lighter note, Idaho legislative oddities. This comes by East Idaho News by Rhett Nelson. In the midst of the series of legislative discussions, let's take a little bit of a lighthearted look at an unusual bill that became a law in Idaho over a hundred years ago. According to an article that came out in June of this year, it was made illegal to fish off the back of a camel. This quirky law, which may seem outlandish today, was actually introduced into the Idaho legislature in 1917. The bill's language made it, quote, unlawful to ride upon or down a stream on the back of any animal while fishing, end quote, without specifically mentioning camels. The passage of this bill, known as HB 210, was reported in the Idaho Falls Times on February 4th, 1917. The newspaper included a statement from the then Idaho fishing game warden Leroy C. Jones, who expressed concerns about the impact of fishing from the back of horses on trout eggs. While this law is no longer in effect, it's interesting to note that Idaho's current fish and game guidelines outlined in Title 36 of Idaho Code still prohibit, quote, chasing fish up or downstream in any manner, end quote. Furthermore, although fishing from the back of an animal is no longer regulated in Idaho, the state does have rules governing the importation of livestock, including camels, as mentioned in the 2016 blog post from Boise attorney Scott Leonard. So while the days of fishing from the back of a camel are long gone, it's fascinating to uncover these unique pieces of Idaho's legislative history, which there are tons of. And we come to our last story here of the midweek report. We have a winter wonderland returns. The Ice Palace, Idaho's grand opening. This comes out of the East Idaho News by staff. The Ice Palace over in Rigby, one of Idaho's most enchanting winter attractions, is making a grand return this year with an array of new features and activities. This year's Ice Palace is set to be larger than ever, spanning over 30,000 square feet. It promises a magical experience with characters, fire performances, family fun events, sled rides, and new interactive attractions. The opening day is anticipated to be on Friday, December 22nd, weather permitting, of course, because we know how Idaho likes to be there. Located at Krupp Scott Hollow, just north of Rigby and east of Highway 20, the Ice Palace will be open every day from December 25th to January 1st from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. In January and February, the Ice Palace will be open on Friday evenings and Saturdays. The Ice Palace offers a complete winter experience for the entire family, featuring over 300 feet of brilliant illuminated tunnels, ice slides, and towering structures. Now, in its seventh season, as we've talked about, the Ice Palace has a dynamic itinerary of different activities planned. One of the biggest ones is that there will be fireworks on December 30th, among many other fun things. Kira Martin, the CEO of Ice Palace, has expressed her excitement for the guests to experience the taste of their Nordic heritage this season. The venue also offers crackling fire pits, local food trucks, a gift shop, sledding of all ages, and sled rides through the enchanting forest. The Ice Palace Idaho is a family-owned operation constructed and maintained by the Youngstrom family. Their patented ice building techniques, a natural winter extension from their Nordic lineage, has thrilled hundreds of thousands of visitors at their original Ice Palace location in Idaho. Thank you so much for listening to the entire podcast. I sincerely hope you found it enjoyable and valuable. If you did, please share it with friends and family. We are there on YouTube and wherever else you're obviously listening to this. Also, if there's bits of this show that you liked and want to share around and just, you know, the whole thing can be a little large, we do have shorter bits and clips on Twitter, Rumble, and YouTube, so you can go check those out. 
All that said, if we missed any important points or provided incorrect information, please feel free to reach out to us via email at localyokelidaho2022 at gmail.com or on Twitter by tweeting me at localyokelidaho. With the small team we have here, we're not able to cover everything, but we do our best to cover the most interesting and important stories. Thank you for your continued support and assistance. That's all for now, and I wish you a fantastic rest of your week. Godspeed and Merry Christmas.